0: Congratulations, you are tuned in to the number one podcast where life has no limits. Your host, Joan Kaler, is the founder of Joan Kaler Counseling and Consulting International. Joan consults with clients around the world to help them reach their full potential with emotional freedom techniques, chakra balancing, and cognitive behavior therapy. Joan is a sought-after speaker, trainer, and consultant. Now, here is Joan. I am absolutely thrilled to bring you this webinar today about obsessive compulsive disorder, the diagnosis and treatment. So what we're going to be doing here first, welcome in everyone. My name is Joan Kaler. I'm thrilled that you're here. Welcome to Life Without Limits, where there are no limits to what you can achieve, literally. Shortly, I will be joined by my colleague, Kimberly Morrow, who's a licensed clinical social worker. And let me give you some background on her. What we're going to do here is um, I am going to read some of her credentials here because she is absolutely awesome. Okay. And I want you all to know, Kimberly is a licensed clinical social worker in private practice in Erie, Pennsylvania. She graduated from the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, with a master's in social work. Kimberly is a really compassionate therapist. She is an expert in anxiety and a national speaker. She is a member of the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. She serves um, on the special interest group called Complementary. Oh, I hope I get this correct. Anyway, it's, it's our special interest group with the Anxiety and Depression Association. We just changed the name. That's why I'm hesitating. Complementary and Integrative Health. Oh, I hope I got that right. Okay. And she has been specializing in treating people with anxiety and OCD for over 25 years, teaching other professionals how to treat anxiety for over 15 years. She is an amazing individual. She really is. Until she joins us, let me just tell you a little bit about who I am. My name is Joan Kaler. I am a licensed professional counselor. I also specialize in helping people with all anxiety disorders and obsessive compulsive disorder. I consult around the world. I am a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania. And I consult with people all over the country, all over the United States, all over the world. So hopefully we will um, get to meet one of these days. Hello, Kimberly. All right. I just gave everybody a description of your credentials and told them how wonderful you are and what an expert you are in anxiety disorders and obsessive compulsive disorder And I explained to everybody how we both serve as co-chairs on the special interest group for the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. And might I add, everybody that's listening and watching this podcast, please go to, let's see, it's ADAA.org, correct, Kimberly? Mm -hmm. Okay, because that is the quintessential place to learn about anxiety and depression. So big plug for the ADAA. But I'm so thrilled that you're able to join us today, Kimberly. Thank you so very much for your time. What my intention is, is to help teach both people who are suffering from obsessive compulsive disorder and the subcategories of OCD, more commonly known as OCD, and then also explain how to find a qualified therapist to help them and for the therapists that are watching to let them know how they can get the specialized training on how to treat OCD because it's very different from treating any other anxiety disorder. Kimberly, how would you describe OCD?
1: Well, obsessive compulsive disorder I think is one of the most challenging illnesses to have and to treat. Um, It consists of people having obsessions, which are thoughts, fears, or images. And they're typically the opposite of who the person is. And I think this is really important for both people who suffer from OCD and people who treat OCD um, to understand. So OCD, the, the fears about OCD can come in just about as many flavors as there are human beings. And it's really connected to how you're vulnerable. So if I'm a new mother, I might develop OCD around uh, harming my babies, even though I have no interest in harming my babies. Or if I'm a teenager, I might develop um, uh, fears about being a homosexual, even though um, I'm dating someone from the opposite sex, but I can't stop wondering if. Um, And so OCD usually preys on how we're vulnerable And then that results in us taking an action step because the thoughts and chemicals that are released, which make us feel so anxious and awful, um, really drive us to do something to feel better. Right. And so that's what we call compulsions. And compulsions are the actions we do. And sometimes they're just in our mind. It might be I might say something like, well, I would never hurt my baby just in my mind. That alone is a compulsion. Or if I'm worried about hurting my baby, I might um, make sure that my husband is taking care of her all the time, or I am not alone with her. Um, And, you know, with contamination, people hear about that, that the action step might be avoiding something that has germs on it or excessively washing to make sure all the germs are off. So, so in essence, that is what OCD is. And I think what makes it hard for therapists to treat is because we actually have to, to bring people towards their fears mm-hmm. and that can get kind of scary for therapists, yes. right? Um, and if we tell our clients that, well, the work we're going to be doing is actually helping you to be anxious and tolerating that distress so that your brain learns that these thoughts aren't dangerous, um, it's pretty scary for someone with OCD also mm-hmm. to do the treatment. So. Um, It it really takes everybody taking a leap of faith and having courage and being well-trained to guide a client through the treatment.
0: So beautifully said. So for the folks that are watching and listening to us and they think they have OCD or they've been suffering from a very long time, what I want them to know, and I think you would agree with me, Kimberly, is our intention is not to scare you to the point where you're going to throw up and faint. That's called flooding. And we don't do that. It's being able to tolerate some anxiety, but not so much that you, you're you going to feel it, but you're not going to be so
1: uncomfortable that you can't tolerate it at all. And I think that's one of the important things about uh, the therapist and the client being a team. And cognitive behavioral therapy, which is the type of therapy uh, we do with OCD, and there's a specific piece called exposure and response prevention. So if you're a a person who suffers with OCD, make sure that you are seeing a therapist who knows exposure and response prevention, which is what you're talking about, which is triggering fears. And if you're a therapist, make sure you're trained in exposure and response prevention, uh, because we're we're, um, helping people learn how to tolerate these thoughts and fears. Um, We're not just, you know, pushing you into the ocean, telling you to swim. But but we're a team together finding out how much can you handle um, and how far can we take you. And we're always, always respectful of the client and making sure we only ask them to do what um, they're capable of. And and what you and I both know is clients are much more capable of what they think.
0: Yes, yes. Now that brings up a really exciting point that I'm always... Um, explaining to therapists is how to get trained in exposure and response prevention. There are two places you and I both went through the behavior therapy Institute with the international obsessive compulsive disorders foundation. Mm -hmm. I went to the first one 150 years ago when the dinosaurs were on the earth. Well, almost in 1996. And then you also attended um, a BTI. Mm -hmm. So you got that training and then your program that you and your colleague has trains people in how to do exposure and response prevention because truly ladies and gentlemen, Everybody that's listening to this and watching this, please, 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 please get the proper training. If you don't know ERP, you're not serving your clients and they're not going to get well. But tell us about your program, Kimberly.
1: Well, so my colleague, uh, Elizabeth Dupont-Spencer and I, uh, and we both met through the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, um, Mm -hmm. really wanted to help master level clinicians. And and obviously anybody can benefit from our training, but we felt like master level clinicians who are the majority of clinicians out there who a client will probably initially see for an assessment and treatment, um, they really weren't properly trained in exposure and response prevention. So Elizabeth and I uh, developed a a, a business, and it's a website called anxietytraining.com. And our goal is to get um, really quality evidence-based treatment and training to um, therapists and to have them access it Um for you know, anywhere, so it's all online training, uh, and also that it would be inexpensive to them because we feel like master level clinicians are often in the communities working and they're not making what a private practitioner might make or someone who um, is working in a hospital setting. And they also have access to mentors and, and other people who know how to do this treatment. Um, so, our goal is to get this training out to as many therapists as we can who have not. Um, been trained in exposure and response prevention and to do it um, at, you know, in an easy way. Wow. I didn't realize that it's an online program now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we go, we we travel with PESI. So some of the therapists who may be listening to this know about PESI, P-E-S-I, and I'll be in Chicago and Washington, D.C. doing it, uh, actually a certificate program um, in March and April. But our anxietytraining.com business really is us providing webinars and courses to help you learn and get comfortable and confident in treating your patients with OCD and other anxiety disorders. Because that's the other thing is, you know, Joan, you and I, how often have I emailed you and said, Joan, what would you do in a situation like this? And, and therapists, you know, come to my office mm-hmm. and email me and say, I'm not sure what to do. I, I think we really want other therapists to easily have access to us. So not only do we do trainings, but we do case consultation. Um, And oftentimes, those are all put together in our courses, where you just have access to us to say, oh my gosh, I have no idea what to do with this scenario. Um, I mean, I just had a mother, while I was waiting for you, I I had a mother email me saying, oh my gosh, my son is struggling with his OCD again, um, and he has bad thoughts, and he doesn't know how to get rid of the bad thoughts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So immediately, I kind of know what to do with that. But a new therapist who hasn't been doing ERP might be like, uh, I'm not sure what to do with the bad thoughts either. Um, so you could contact <laughs> exactly. us very easily, and, and we would guide you through that. And Kimberly, yours and
0: Elizabeth's resource training is so invaluable because – and I'm sure you've had this experience too, that people will call me and they say, well, I have OCD or I think I have OCD and I've been to several therapists and I'm still feeling uncomfortable. The OCD thoughts haven't gone away. Uh, The doctor put me on medication and it's helping a little bit, but I'm still having these thoughts. I'm still plagued with these compulsions. I still avoid everything or they, they may not even know all the different ways that their particular subtype of OCD affects them. So then they'll make an appointment with me and we'll take it from there. We'll, I'll do the assessment, the evaluation, find out how their OCD affects them and then I'll create a treatment plan for them. Um, I have one client right now who has had OCD for several years. She hasn't been getting better, so, but she hasn't been getting exposure and response prevention
1: either. Right.
0: So once right. we started doing that, Yeah. She's been making major strides.
1: Awesome. And, you know, that's why. So I see clients three days a week, and then I do trainings for the therapist the other two days a week. And and I I had to shift gears because there's only one of us to sit with one client. But if we can train, and that's what this podcast is about, Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. we can let all of you know that there's good treatment for OCD, Um, you just need to get the training on exposure and response prevention. prevention. And if you're someone who's suffering, you know, you want to use those words because, there are so many people that have wasted valuable time and money Uh, who are great therapists. They've just never been trained in ERP. Right. And then I'm going to say the unknown word right now, which
0: is insurance. (laughs) So if someone has, here we are uh, recording this at the beginning of the year in January if someone has a deductible whatever their copay is insurance copays have been going up deductibles have been getting so high if somebody doesn't have the blessing of a health savings account you want to get the best value for your therapy dollar oh absolutely, absolutely. so when you call to find out because what most people do is say i think i have ocd or i'm really feeling anxious do you have, do you, does your organization, does your group treat OCD? And they always get, yes, we treat OCD. So then you need to go to the next level and say, well, how do you treat OCD? Could the therapist call me back because I would like to just talk with them for a moment and find out how they treat it. Or if you're lucky enough to get the actual therapist then you ask the questions. How long have you been treating OCD? Do you use exposure and response prevention? And one of the things that I also guide people on is share a little bit about how your OCD affects you and ask the therapist how they would set up an exposure for yeah. your particular type of OCD.
1: We, we tell people the same thing. Isn't, isn't it amazing that there are some therapists who you know wouldn't want clients to ask them that question. Uh, <laughs> but if, if you're I tell you that the cool thing about treating these disorders is that we are all so passionate, right? About helping people get better with these disorders, and we have no problem answering those questions.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, so I, ha- I have yet to met meet somebody from one of our organizations, like the Obsessed Compulsive Foundation or the Anxiety Depression Association of America, mm-hmm. who wouldn't be absolutely willing to answer that, that question that you just posed, Jones. So, exactly. Um, if somebody is
0: difficult. not willing to answer that question, then you need to go on to the next
1: person. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> my point. But that's those are good resources to give them. Again, the International Obsessive Compulsive Disorders Foundation, IOCDF.org, and the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, ADAA.org. If you go to those websites, each of them have a tab that says, find a therapist. And you can just put in your zip code and the mile radius that you want, and you can find someone in your area who um, is trained the way you and I are.
0: And the ladies and gentlemen listening and watching have no fear because I will put all these links in the description, both in YouTube and in iTunes. So all you have to do is go to the iTunes description and all the links to uh, Kimberly's program, the anxiety and depression association of America, the international OCD foundation, all these helpful links will be in the description. So fear not. Kimberly, <laughs> my intention is always to take anxiety away. We're going to have all that listed there. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that we want the world to know. Well, I'm
1: just wondering if, if we should just give them a little sketch of, of what treatment would look like. Like what are the components of treatment that you might Experience or that you would want to make sure that you're giving someone who Mm -hmm. has OCD because Mm -hmm. the, the most important one and I say this to everyone is you can talk in therapy as much as you want and if you're a good therapist you're a good listener, but with OCD it takes action steps so the exposure therapy is the action step and that's where you're purposely triggering your fear Mm -hmm. and and teaching yourself how to ride the wave of the anxiety Mm -hmm. until it passes or until your tolerance increases it could go either way Mm -hmm. um but i find that many therapists might tell someone how to do an exposure but they don't actually practice it in session so if you're a therapist Yes. We really encourage people to do what we call in vivo exposures. And that is where you're teaching your client a skill and then you're practicing the exposure with them, because only in that experience with your client do you see what some of their compulsions or safety behaviors might be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the things that they do right i mean i, I had i had a, a teenager who was contamination ocd and he was practicing flipping light switches because he always used a kleenex uh-huh. so that was going to be his homework was to flip a light switch without a kleenex um or, or flip all light switches and i said let's let's practice in here right now So I said, so set yourself up as though you're going to practice this at home and act as though I'm not sitting here and I want you to go ahead and and flip my light switch up. So he, you know, he said, well, I'm going to practice this so I can help myself tolerate um, the distressing feelings and I'm bigger than OCD. um, And now I know it's a liar. So I'm going to go flip that light switch. So he goes. And he takes his leave oh, and he flips <laughs> the light switch. Now, had I not done that with him in session, he would have been practicing yes. his, his exposures at home this way and he would not have gotten better. Yes, So, you know, that's just a simple thing. But, but you know, we often will go to patients' homes. We'll, we'll go in the community with them. Whatever, wherever and, and however their OCD gets triggered, it's important for you to watch how they respond and what their pattern with OCD mm-hmm. is. is. So... So that's the action part, but then there's the cognitive part, right? Which is also very different than how you typically would treat depression or something else. And, and that is really learning or teaching people how to change the relationship with fear. And rather than um, thinking, I can't handle this to really build there, I can handle it muscle and practice doing things more and more and being able to say to yourself, I can do this very similar to a, what a coach might do with someone, you know, if, they're, if you're training them to, you know, do be the best. Uh, track person on, on the team, you you actually want them not to stop when they feel like they're going to throw up, you want them <laughs> to figure out in their mind, how can I get myself to go further? So mm-hmm. that's another piece of what we do. Okay. And then the final piece of what we do is sometimes integrative and complementary treatment, right? Um, yeah, so we, we <laughs> do things like emotional freedom technique, we do uh, mindful, a lot of mindfulness work with OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't typically teach relaxation as a way to get away from that feeling. Mm-hmm. We we teach th- complementary and integrative approaches to help people stay with the feeling mm-hmm. and be able to tolerate the feeling and teach their brain that they're not connecting to the content of that mm-hmm. fear. Thank you for
0: including that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> my love of emotional freedom techniques. It's so helpful. And ladies and gentlemen, it does not turn into another compulsion because I get that all the time. Well, if I tap, won't I get addicted to tapping? No, that that's a whole nother show. And that's <laughs> I right. actually have information on that in one of my other podcasts with Dr. David Feinstein how EFT helps break up the patterns, not overrides it, but combined with cognitive behavior therapy and exposure and response prevention, you've got some of the strongest tools available. Yeah.
1: And people really get better. That's the thing. Don't be afraid to use these, but if you're going to use, or, or if you're, you know, someone suffering with OCD and you want more information about EFT, make sure you,
0: Contact
1: so me. Right, right, right. Get, get more information from Joan about EFT. Get more information from
0: me about EFT. Absolutely, I can help you with that. The other, another point that I wanted to make, which is really exciting, is some insurances. And please, everybody who uh, is listening, check with your particular insurance. But some insurance does allow us to use HEPA compliant. Um, virtual, what do I want to say? HEPA compliant venues. I use Zoom. There's a plug for Zoom because we're on Zoom right now anyway, Uh, but there are other venues. There are other portals that are secure. You must have a business agreement with the portal and it must be HEPA compliant, but this is the way that I do in vivo
1: exposure with my clients. Yeah. For yeah, and, and again, there you know, we're all just human beings. We have our own fears and, and we're like, well, how could that ever work? And I don't I like to be, you know, across um, the room from my client. I need to see them. But as you and I can see, it's as though you are in the same room with room. me. And what I love about using I use secure video, mm-hmm. but it, whatever, it's a video system that you use with your clients. Yes. You can, it's, it's almost like going to their home with them. Right. You could actually have them take their phone or their computer with them and they can be doing exposures in their home where their triggers actually happen. Exactly. Um, So in some ways it's an even better way of doing treatment with someone with OCD.
0: I'm working with someone right now who has has severe anxiety um, driving. So what we're doing is she takes her phone and clicks on the link that I send her. And then she does driving around the community Yeah, she pulls over to a safe place and we may need to do some more tapping on it. We may need to do some more CBT. But what a godsend technology is for helping people out in the field.
1: Yeah, that that is the the truth. So, So don't be afraid to use technology. No, it really will help you with this kind of treatment.
0: Oh, this is just a godsend. I cannot wait to put this on LinkedIn and all over the place so people know where they can go. All the therapists that are listening, see, now there is a way to learn how to do cognitive behavior therapy, exposure and response prevention through Kimberly and Elizabeth's program, which is very reasonable. Okay. And then, of course, our goal. <laughs> if you want to learn about emotional freedom techniques or other complementary um modalities, then I'm very happy to help. Both Kimberly and I are very happy to help you with that as well. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that we should tell the world, Kimberly, about OCD?
1: Not that I can think of, but you just have to be an advocate for yourself if you're suffering and um, you, you have to get trained if you're wanting to treat OCD. You know, yes. just regular cognitive behavioral therapy isn't going to do the trick. No. please. Um, you really have to know exposure <laughs> and response prevention, prevention. And my 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 keywords. Absolutely.
0: But with our podcast today, now people know where they can go to get help. And I'm going to set the intention that everybody share this with their colleagues. And if you know, if you have OCD, If you know someone who does, if you have a loved one or a friend, please share this with them because Kimberly and I want to get this information out. That's why we're doing this podcast today. So people know where they can go for help and therapists know where they can go for this additional training.
1: And -hmm. the best way to end this is there is lots of hope. Yes. So I, I've always at, at the end of my very first session, I want people to know that we absolutely can help people who are suffering from OCD. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kimberly. Thank you to everybody who's watching, everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for being a subscriber of my podcast, Life Without Limits, because there are no limits to what you can achieve, and there are no limits to getting well from OCD. So thank you all out there. And thank you, Kimberly, for your time. You're welcome. Oh, I adore Kimberly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, Joan.
0: Thank you, you. This
1: helped many more people with OCD. Yes,
0: it already has. Thank okay. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Contact Joan at JoanKaler.com for training, speaking, or consultation. Follow Joan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Remember to share what you learned today with others because there are no limits to what you can achieve.